Food Heals Podcast, episode 139. It's important to sometimes just deal with it. Vegetables are good for you and they clean out your body and they give you plenty of antioxidants and they sustain your life force. So vegetables are good for you. Deal with it. (laughs) Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. And today it's Q&A Tuesday. We haven't done one in a while. No. Today we are answering your questions about health, spirituality and entrepreneurship we've gotten a lot of questions through our email on our facebook page and in our group so we wanted to answer some of them live on air today (gasps) here on the food heals podcast the food heals podcast starts now all right it's q a time if you've got a q we've got an a (laughs) (laughs) our first question came through our facebook page and is from linda She writes, hi ladies, do either of you add green fruit and veggie powder to your smoothies? If so, which one? I've used a few and I like them. I'm just not sure if they're up to the same standards I put in my everyday diet. Thanks. I actually have a good one. And the reason that I know this one is up to the standards of an everyday diet that I know that you're working really hard on, Linda, to probably eat organic, eat local, eat well, is that the woman who is the sales director for this brand, it's called VitaForce, she used this powder to help heal herself of scleroderma, and the owner has used it to help his brother with autism. So they created this powder to heal. And so this is the one I've been using for years since I got into this, at least like seven or eight years. It's called VitaForce. Um, so you can get it at vitaforce.com. But it's multivitamin and multimineral. It's got antioxidants, probiotics, digestive enzymes, bone support, all kinds of good stuff. It's got all the greens you need, all the vitamins you need, and it doesn't taste like garbage. <laughs> like There's a lot of green powders out there, protein powders out there, and you try them and you're like, oh, God, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Vita Force tastes good. And so if you're making a smoothie every day, you can put it in there. And the taste is pretty much mitigated if you put in like know good tasting fruits and vegetables um if you just want to take it straight up she laura sands she's the one that uh, i learned about it from who healed herself and has reversed her autoimmune disease she mixes it with apple juice and so that kind of makes it a little bit sweet so if you want to give it to your kids or something like that you can get them and, and i think it's worth like the little bit of sugar and the apple juice to oh get for the sure grains down yeah, you apple know juice is great for that yeah or as an adult you need the apple juice go for it because it tastes really good and yeah. apple juice the first time i ever had it i was like this is the best tasting powder i've ever had and then she was like well it's mixed in apple juice so don't mix it in water <laughs> like there's no good powder that mixes with water well it's also we've talked about this before where your taste buds change so yeah. like as i've stated on this show i grew up with a mother squeezing vegetable juice and it mixing it in with apple juice actually she started with carrot juice uh-huh. when i was a kid and mixed it with apple juice and i could taste it yeah i was told by my mom that like you eat for your body and nutrition not just for what tastes good so yeah. just drink it kid and eventually yeah. that worked <laughs> and i didn't always like it but 
I grew up to be an adult where, you know, I'll go for a grapefruit over ice cream or I'll go for fruits and vegetables over processed stuff. Yeah. So it's important um, to sometimes just deal with it. Vegetables are good for you and they clean out your body and they give you plenty of antioxidants and they sustain your life force. So tweetable vegetables are good for you. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> your taste buds can change. You can... Um, be an adult about it and just say, I'm going to I'm gonna drink this down and it's not a milkshake. It's not a, a tasty dessert, but that's not everything. We shouldn't be eating things all the time that satisfy that kind of sweet tooth that we might have or right. the, the cravings for fat and sugars. And your taste buds will change if you just go for it. They definitely will. And I think that incorporating these super greens and superfoods into your diet is of utmost importance because it is almost impossible for us to get all the nutrients we need from our daily diet unless that is your number one focus. And for most average people, average Americans, it's not. Maybe for people like us or for our super fans, thank you, Food Heals Nation, it is. But for those of us who are just trying to do something good every day, adding that little bit of powder into your daily diet, whether it's in water, if you can stand it, whether it's in a smoothie, whether it's in apple juice, is going to make a difference in your energy levels, in your body. It's going to make you feel better. It's going to make you do better. It's going to make you look better. There's no reason not to do it is what I'm saying. And let's talk a little bit about why that is. So a lot of our soil is over farmed. Mm -hmm. The minerals that we need are not able to be replenished back into that soil and then hence they're not in the fruits and vegetables that we do get. Sure. So you do sometimes have to take a supplement that makes sure you cover all bases. Yeah, and that's so sad because you can sit there and eat the rainbow and eat all these fruits and vegetables and you're still lacking in nutrients and you're like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do here when I'm doing my best? Mm -hmm. And so that's just another thing that you can add and supplement into your diet because there's no way for us to know if we're doing perfectly every day. There's no measure, right? So we just have to do our best. The measure is how you feel. That is a good point. Right? There's no scientific measure. The measure is how are you feeling yeah. day to day? Yeah. And yeah. when I meet those people that are like, no, I get it for my food. I'm like, no, you're kind of, pro you're probably deficient. For instance, most people are deficient in magnesium. Yes. Straight up. Like I think like 90% of us or something mm -hmm. because our soils are over farmed. Mm -hmm. Crops are not rotated and things are not able to, the soil sometimes has to rest. We don't do that. We just constantly farm and farm and farm. And we create fruits and veggies that just don't have what we need. I take a cow mag, Susie, and so what is it about the calcium and magnesium digesting together? Well, we need both of them. So um, like growing up, I was always told about when I was growing taller, my yeah. mom was always stressing the importance of calcium, and which is very important, but you also need magnesium. You also need potassium. Mm -hmm. um, calcium and magnesium work in synergy and you, know, you need potassium for muscle growth. You need, um, you need salt. So these are, these are all minerals that if you have sort of a multi-mineral supplementation, whether it be in a green powder or a, a mineral pill, that you're, you're covering all of your bases, yeah. you, that you're getting everything that you need for health, for healing, for growth. If, you're, if you have kids or young adults, it just covers all of your bases. And I also think that something like um, a super green powder such as VitaForce is a great thing that you can take on the road yeah. when you're out of town and you may be in the airport or you may be traveling and you don't know where your next meal is going to be. That's right. Be. And airports are changing, at least in the major cities where they have more healthy options. Mm -hmm. But still in the majority of American cities, like like I was in, uh, I went to a wedding in North Carolina, your home state. 
I know. There's nothing <laughs> and, good there. And I had to stop in Denver. And Denver is a big metropolis, but like there was a lot of junk in the airport. Oh, and yeah. I was really hard pressed. I, I, I actually didn't eat because I refused to eat crap. And yeah. I was just like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just wait. I, nothing here. I hadn't planned ahead. I didn't bring anything with me, yeah. um, which is, would have been a better choice. But yeah, I just waited until later until I could go to a, a decent restaurant and get something to eat versus settling. Okay, here's a funny story. So I was in, I think it was the Chicago airport. And um, I was in the terminal and I had passed a couple of restaurants, but everything was like nothing that I thought I would eat, like just steakhouse or seafood or something. And um, I, I walked right into a help desk. Just they were like stationed right in front of me. And I said, hey, is there any more food down like this way down the terminal? She's like, no, honey, you need to turn around. She goes, well, there's one restaurant, but it's like really healthy. So and I was like, no, that's what I want. (laughs) And she was like, oh, honey, just right down here. And I was like, it's so funny that they just assume that all Americans just want like the fatty, you know, most filling unhealthy food. And I was like, where's the salads? Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. she pointed me in the right direction. There was a place and they had like little um bowls of like rice and quinoa with like salad and avocado on top. And I was in heaven. Yeah. So it's definitely changing. But it's funny that not everyone knows to say. People are so addicted too, right? Yeah. Especially when they travel. Oh, my God. When you when you travel, like if, if I'm you're, tired, I deserve I'm this. Tired. It's I'm on vacation. Yeah. I'm oh, I don't vacation. normally eat this. But and it's very easy to stray from eating healthfully. Yeah. So moral of the story, take your greens with you. I like Vitaforce. There's tons of other good ones out there. Check them out. The next question is from our Facebook group from Belle. And I know this is close to Susie's heart, so I'm pretty much going to let her answer the (laughs) whole thing. She knows way more about it than I do, although I have partaken. So Belle asks, any thoughts on CBD? I feel like Susie has talked about this and it seems to be all the rage. Is this a fad or a healing tool? Susie, is this a fad? Well, Belle, I can tell you it is not a fad. Um, being out here in sunny Southern California, and I will come out of the closet on this, ladies. I've been slowly doing it over for weeks, uh, at least on our podcast. But, you know, I'm involved in the, shall we say, green revolution that mm-hmm. is occurring in California in the <laughs> medical marijuana space. And um, I've had many experiences with CBD and at first did feel like it was kind of BS. Came across some products and tried them out on myself and I'm not suffering, uh, thank God, from anything serious. But I did a lot of research into CBD specifically. So CBD, you have a question. I can tell, Allie. What is your question? Can you tell us what CBD is? Yes, absolutely. So CBD, and you know what? I still can't remember the proper way to pronounce this so it's cannabidiol i believe or cannabid cannabidiol cannab no i think it's cannabidiol sounds I, fancy i never it's a very complicated word so cbd is a non-psychoactive component of cannabis and hemp okay um it is very healing in my opinion it is a cannabinoid and the reason that cannabis and hemp have the effects on us that they do is we have a, we have an endocannabinoid system and I'm not going to get into that now but it is part of our pain management we have receptors for these they're, they're for lack of better term they're a particular substance or chemical they're not a chemical like 
you're cleaning products or chemicals, but they're okay. they're a component, they're a chemical component, they're a they're organic component that happens to be very useful for a lot of different things. So CBD you can extract from weed, from cannabis, mm-hmm. which does not get you high. So if I gave you a little shot of CBD water, which is one of the products we have out here in California, you would not feel high, yes. Allie. You would feel relaxed. If you were suffering from any kind of pain, you might feel relief from pain, but you don't feel that kind of psychoactive brain or body high that you might feel from cannabis. So I, I really quick interjection. I yeah. have had the CBD water yeah. in Pasadena at Grassroots Natural yeah. Health Market. Yep. And I didn't feel anything drug-like, which yeah. I was glad for because I, I wasn't even going to take no, it because I was won't. too scared. I just felt chill. I just felt chilled out, yeah. happy, chill. Yeah, that's exactly what it does. I've come across some products that are made for like sleep. Mm-hmm. So if you have insomnia or trouble getting to sleep or very stressed out, you know, it just kind of like, it's 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 very calming in a completely non-toxic, uh, non-addictive, in my experience, way. There are a lot of products out there that might kind be, of full of it. Yeah. They're not might they're, be capitalizing it, on the trend. Yes. It has exploded because they're because behind the true stuff, behind good quality C B D, there's a lot of benefit. But there's a lot of companies that either use less than top quality uh, product or not enough of it where you won't feel any kind of effect. So you do have to make sure that your your sources are reputable. There's a phenomenal website for all information regarding CBD called projectcbd.org where you can find science, the science behind all of it. So that is where I would send anybody who wants to know about how and why it works on the body. There are so many accounts of people that from all over the place from people with MS to people with Parkinson's to kids with autism to people fighting cancer has been known to kill cancer cells and tumor cells um, shrink tumors actually I have used it myself on my skin and found that it actually works when you rub it into your skin it can help say like physical pain with muscle pain with Mm -hmm. arthritis pain I've used it for myself for my period when I had cramps Mm -hmm. it completely got rid of my cramps I didn't have to take a pill I just rubbed in some lotion and so where do we buy it where do we get it like what's a trusted source here's uh here's where it gets tricky so as we did talk about in a previous episode, I was actually launching a massage service that offered CBD massages. So I was actually crafting massage oils and body lotions with CBD and um, planning a massage service. And right before Christmas, this past Christmas, the DEA came out and uh, whereas before CBD, because it's an extract and does not get you high, was not considered cannabis, was not considered any kind of illegal substance. So you could actually buy it. And I believe you still can all over the internet. You can buy it from the Netherlands straight up or from Europe mm-hmm. um, where they know about the medicinal effects. Right before Christmas, right before I was launching my company, the DEA came out and legislated, which they're not supposed to do, and said, no, we consider CBD part of Schedule 1 drugs just as bad as heroin, which is absurd. Yeah. The DEA is not supposed to legislate. They're supposed to just interpret laws that are already out. And they were actually inf- they were actually putting on top another layer of their own interpretation. So this is where, I'm sorry guys, I'm going to get political again. Mm -hmm. The government actually holds a patent on CBD. So what does that mean? Well, first of all, CBD is a natural component. It is an organic substance. You're not supposed to be able to patent a natural substance. 
However, I think somewhere in the, in the government, they decided, oh, there's a lot of money behind this. Yeah. And we're going to hold off because people seem to really, and I think anytime people really like stuff, they're going to hold off on it. They're going to wait and make people wait. There's been plenty of studies done that you cannot overdose on CBD. It's not toxic at supremely high levels, way more than you should ever take or that you would feel effect from, but it's not toxic. However, they are imposing their opinion. Mm-hmm. And um, so Mary Jane's Massage, my massage company, is on hold. That's a choice that I made. However, I fully believe that CBD is a great healing tool, especially for people, for, for most of the population, I think, just people with pain, people with arthritis, anyone with autoimmune. Here's something that I found out that it was extraordinary, and I found this on projectcbd.org. CBD has more antioxidants and a higher rate of anti-inflammatory effect than vitamin C or vitamin E. Vitamin C is one of the highest antioxidants that we know of naturally. And this has more of it. That's um, so... Can I interject? So, you know, my dog Charlotte um, had a tumor. And so we've been treating it with this really high dose vitamin C and it goes intravenously and it's every other week for three days straight and she goes in for like a couple hours and and gets the vitamin C because vitamin C will shrink tumors and kill cancer cells because it's high antioxidant and so Susie has also been encouraging me to treat Charlotte with CBD and you've been treating Obi with CBD yeah so how has that been playing out great um he had you know Obi has diabetes and I've done some research, and there's not quite as much specifically. There's some on the effects of CBD on diabetes. Um, and there's actually plenty. If you're in any state that has dispensaries, you can go, especially in California. How many states have dispensaries? Last I counted, there were 29 that are either medical mm-hmm. marijuana states and or recreational states. And what or, about and other countries? That's a good question. Um, the only one I can think of is is the Netherlands. Canada is going recreational real soon. Mm-hmm. Um, they're already medical. They're of a different system than we do. And in the United States, it's this crazy juggernaut of like uh, going around red tape. You know, any time that there was a huge change socially, if we're talking about desegregation, if we're talking about women's rights, in the United States, it always started at a state level first. And even um, prohibition, it, it started at a state level first where the states were like, we want this and we don't care what the federal government says. So say desegregation, you know, it started state by state and eventually it got to a point where it was a, there was no turning back. And then the federal government flipped. And that goes, uh, that was really interesting to me in terms of um, studying history. Because you would think that the, the federal government should make it all legal and then everything would be fine. That's not how social change actually works in America. Right. So that's seemingly what's going on with medical marijuana and recreational marijuana. Whether we're talking about CBD and THC or t- together, for in terms of healing, the effects are mutually beneficial when you have them both together. That's why they're in the plant together. Right, right. Um, for instance, for cancer patients, they found that THC with CBD has a greater effect mm. on tumors or certain types of cancers vers- versus separating them out. Mm-hmm. It seems like we're headed toward in a trajectory that is benefiting, going to benefit the United States, not only in a medical sense, not only in a recreational sense. I personally grew up in a household that did not approve of marijuana and then when I slowly learned about it and I had you know I had a lot of alcoholics in my family people that passed away from alcoholism Mm -hmm. and learned that marijuana really doesn't 
it doesn't kill anybody. It doesn't maim anybody. It doesn't, <laughs> you may get happy and kind of sleepy and dopey, but you don't, you don't die from it. Right. And to me, that's, that's a big thing. Not to mention all of the effects that it has on certain um, disabilities. I've seen videos of people with Parkinson's where they're shaking and then they have some marijuana mm-hmm. and their tremors go away. It's amazing. And the, the government and the FDA want to give us all these pills that are toxic and have side effects and don't necessarily work on the entire population of people no. with issues. So CBD is for real. In my personal opinion, you do have to make sure that you're getting it from a reputable source and you should educate yourself from projectcbd.org. If you guys have more specific questions, you can always reach me through our Facebook group and I'd be happy to talk about this uh, because it's something I'm very passionate about. Thank you for that awesome answer. I would not have been able to answer Belle's question. So I really appreciate it and reach out to Susie because I feel like this is one of those alternative healing issues that people are going to be on the fence about and so let's educate ourselves and know the truth well the real proof is always in the pudding Mm -hmm. if you have someone that you think could benefit from it um you get some from a reputable source and you try it out yeah and it's it's not toxic it's not gonna hurt you nope so check that out food heals nation our next question comes from sabrina you remember sabrina she sent us the organic biodynamic wine. I do, I do. Shout out to Levo. That's right. That stuff was good. I know. Sabrina, send us some more. (laughs) Yes. Sabrina says, hi, ladies. Can you pretty please do an episode on teeth? I just listened to episode 133, and I know Susie has such a passion and knowledge. Everyone's shouting you out, Suze. I know. Today's my day. I know. I would do anything to understand why my teeth are so prone to cavities. I'm thinking of getting a hair tissue mineral analysis to get to the bottom of it, and I'd love to ask for your advice. Thank you so much for what you do. You women are inspiring. So yeah, Suze, I know you're passionate about this. You've changed my mind on a lot of things since we met, since the beginning. I have changed my toothpaste routine um, because of you. And so what advice do you have for Sabrina? We have threatened this for a long time. I don't know why I've never done a, a full tooth episode. I know. We really should. Let's. We'll get like a holistic dentist in here. But until then, Susie has a lot to say about this. So this might go on for a while and that's okay. Yeah. Okay, so basically, Sabrina, I came from a family of immigrants. I came from, you know, grandparents and my parents were were all immigrants. And they, when they got to this country, didn't have enough money to go to the dentist. And so my parents had a lot of teeth problems. I think my mom's, you know, my mom had issues since she was 16. And growing up, they took us to the dentist. And I brushed like I was supposed to and flossed, I think, every once in a while. And I remember going to the dentist and my dentist said, oh, it looks like you'll keep most of your adult teeth. And I said, what? <laughs> Excuse me. I thought, I thought that's what we were going on to begin with. Like, why would you say that? Because I, I had my parents who had root canals and bridges and caps and pain and a lot of money. And just, it seemed awful. It seemed like an awful system. And I wanted to avoid it. And, and my parents had the same did thing. Did they? Metal mouths. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a way of life, right? That's just, yeah, that's just what you do normal. with teeth. That's what you do with teeth. That's just how it goes. And I remember when I was a kid, I had a bunch of cavities, but, you know, my baby teeth fell out. And when I was an adult, I had no cavities. And I remember the day I got my first one in my adult teeth, right? Mm -hmm. And I just was like, okay. But I was determined to never have the the kind of teeth problems that my parents had. I was like, this is, that seems 
freaking awful. Yeah. They would they would me. show me. Yes, my parents me would too. show me their metal mouth. My parents would too. And they would say, don't end up like this because yeah. it's painful. Yeah, it's awful. And then I went to college and I think I had, I remember I had some gum recession and I, th- and I noticed it. And I was like, what is that? Is that a cavity? Like I had some <laughs> gum, re- I, and I would brush even harder and that was causing gum recession. I didn't know what I was doing. Sure. And I just had like, I think a couple of cavities in my adult teeth. Okay, so my dentist in New York was uh, very sharing in all of his knowledge. And he would show me my x-rays. If I ever had a cavity, he'd be like, see that? That's where it is. And that's what we're going to fix. He would explain it to me. When I moved to LA, I went to the dentist like a good girl every six months. And this dentist wanted, told me I had two cavities. I had no pain, no problems. And I said, really? I said, let me see the the x-rays. And he showed them to me. And there was nothing. And if you ever look at a cavity on an x-ray, it's a black dot in your white teeth it's very it's apparent clear. It's, it's very clear. apparent mm-hmm. and I said well I don't see anything and I have no pain he said oh no it takes a trained eye to see at the time I was in massage school and I was learning about anatomy and how the body repairs itself I was always into natural healing my mom was always into nutrition and I just thought I think this guy is full of it it was one of those turning points you know I grew up a good Catholic girl always listening to my elders, always like being respectful and nodding and just doing what I was told. And I think I was 25 and I was just like, you know what? No, this is my body. I don't believe you right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say no. Which is amazing. Good for you. Well, it was a big turning point for me as a young woman. Right. Because. Standing up for yourself. Yeah. Especially when he, when they always threaten, oh, it's going to get worse. Mm -hmm. If you don't do this, it's going to get worse. Well, nothing happened, and I went to a dentist later, and yeah, sure enough, there were no cavities. This guy wanted to drill my teeth for no reason. Yep. For money. For money. That is the reason. That is the reason. For no um, benefit I was furious, and I was on a mission because I thought, I know how bones heal. Mm-hmm. When you break a bone, they don't do anything. They set it, supremely fractured. They set it, they put it in place, they put a cast on it, and your body heals it. It regenerates. Through, nu- through nutrition. Bones can regenerate. That's right. So I knew that teeth were different than bone a little bit, but very similar. And I thought, well, why can't teeth heal themselves? Can teeth heal themselves? Sure. Is this all bullshit? Because I was just lied to by the guy I'm supposed to trust Mm -hmm. who wanted to cause me a lot of pain Mm -hmm. and take my money. And so I did a lot of research. I started going on the net and I came across some information by a holistic dentist named Dr. Robert Nara, N-A-R-A. And you can find his legacy, he's since passed away, through a company called Aura Media. And the website is www.mizar5.com, M-I-Z-A-R-5.com. If you Google Aura Media, it will also come up. Um, but he wrote two ebooks. And Robert Nara was a dentist in upstate New York in, I believe, the 70s and 80s. And he was driven out of the dental practice because he was practicing holistic dentistry in a way that he taught people how to repair their teeth. Mm -hmm. So in his view, your teeth do heal themselves if given what they need. Right. Just like the body. So what happens is in Western dentistry, they say, oh, bacteria attack the teeth. Their proliferation, their growth causes an acid that then eats into the enamel of the teeth causing a cavity, which is true, except... If your teeth are strong enough, there's certain people that have exce- that never have cavities, and there's some people that have them all yeah, the time. You know those so people, true. right? Yeah, some so people are like I just have strong teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, genetics play a part, but it's mostly nutrition. Yeah. 
So if you have enough calcium and magnesium in your body, specifically in your saliva, your teeth, because they don't have a direct blood supply to the enamel and to the dentin, which is underneath the enamel, if it's in your saliva, your teeth will literally suck it up and just patch it up like spackle uh, repairing a wall, right? right? Even if you have a cavity, your body can still, your teeth can still do this. So this guy was teaching this in the 70s and early 80s and the dental and, and, and doing it, helping people avoid cavities, fillings, root canals, which I think are freaking horrific. Awful. Um, which have been correlated to heart disease and other health problems, which my parents had a ton of. So did mine. And he, it was working. And he was, he created such a problem for them because it uprooted their whole money-making system of root canals and cavities and Absolutely. fillings and bridges and that's why There's they drive a reason. yeah so he wrote two books two ebooks he eventually retired because they drove him out because he wasn't fought, playing by their rules so sad and he wrote two books called how to be dentally self-sufficient and money by the mouthful how to be dentally self-sufficient was my bible when i discovered it and it's how to take care of your teeth if you don't want to have all those problems and the other one was about the dental industry mm-hmm and um, mizar5.com again if yes, you want to read you, these. Yeah, that's where you can get it. Just you can get on you books. can order a hard, hard copy or a PDF. Um it'll blow your mind. It'll give you a lot of different options. My favorite tool for taking care of your teeth and I've turned a lot of people onto this, including me, including Allison is a baking soda tooth powder. Yes. What baking soda tooth powder does and our I don't want to say our ancestors, but it's I want to say around the turn of the century, baking soda is great for a lot of things. But it changes the alkalinity of your mouth. Mm-hmm. So we always have bacteria in our mouth. That's not going to go away. And you can take scope or any kind of mouthwash and that kills it. But those are really chemical products that we really don't need to be putting in our mouth. You can use baking soda, people, and it's not going to harm you. It's, there's no chemicals at all for your body to deal, to deal with. And it whitens. And it whitens. And it <laughs> For those freshens, of you who are vain like me. And it makes your teeth feel cleaner. And it remineralizes. And it remineralizes. So the reason that it does remineralize is that it alkalizes your mouth so that your body, the bacteria that were there are wiped out, at least for a little while. If you have enough calcium in your, in your mouth, your, your mouth can do the repair work. Yes. If you have any beginnings of cavities or any ongoing cavities. And I'm a complete testament to this. So before we started the podcast, I had gone to a dentist and they were like, you have a cavity in your upper left, whatever. And I was like, oh, do I really? Is this fake? Like I didn't hurt or anything. So I didn't know if it was real. But then I did start to get a little bit of an ache. So I was like, all right, this is real. But I was so anti-denti, if you know Seinfeld, <laughs> um, that I, I was like... I don't know like, that one. Anti-denti? I don't oh, know it. it's a good one. You got to watch it. Uh, the dentist is actually played by our very own Walter White. Um, not our very own. Like, it has nothing to do with our podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> We're claiming him. We love Walter White. Susie, I mean, uh, Roxy. Brian Cranston. Roxy, you know it? Okay. Brian Cranston plays the dentist. Anyways, long story short, watch the Seinfeld episode. Uh, We started the podcast and right away, somehow this topic came up. So Susie taught me about the baking soda tooth powder. So I ditched my, even though I wasn't using Crest or any commercial toothpastes, I was still using the organic versions, but I never felt like a super clean mouth until I started using this baking soda tooth powder, which I use the Eco Mint, but there's many on the market, but that's my favorite. Um, they also have a cinnamon. It's my favorite too. I use the cinnamon sometimes too, just for switch it just up. To, to change it up. Exactly. But 
Okay, so I've been using this for, I mean, like two years now, at least a year and a half. And when I went to the dentist, I had no cavities. So the one that I supposedly had, which I went to two different dentists, just like you did, the one that I supposedly had either was fake or I healed and reversed it. Chances are you healed and reversed Yes. And the other thing I was doing before I learned about uh, the baking soda tooth power was munching on comfrey root. So that's a root that also helps bones regenerate. Okay. So let's talk about that. Okay. Because that I actually came across probably right after, right after I found Dr. Nara's work. So comfrey root, first of all, don't munch on it because it can be toxic. Well, you kind of swish and... You get dried comfrey root, yes. which is an herb. Yes. You... I didn't swallow it or okay. anything. Comfrey root is a dried herb of the comfrey plant, and it's actually known in herbologist terms as knit bone. Okay. So, because it knits bone. It, Ooh, it heals like bone. That. However, you don't want to ever ingest it. What you want to do is you want to take dried comfrey root. You can get it in a powder, but I think the root is better. It just comes in these kind of chunks. Mm-hmm. And you make a tea out of it. You soak it in hot water. You take out the comfrey root. And then you have this brown tea. Mm -hmm. And then what you do is you let that cool a little bit. You can use it warm. And you swish it around in your mouth. Mm -hmm. That actually helps to knit bone and help heal teeth. But also, I don't know if you knew this, regrow your gums. Mm. Did you know that? I wonder if my gums regrew. Because I also (laughs) was having gum recession myself. Mm -hmm. Gum recession happens for a couple of reasons. Um, You're probably lacking in vitamin C because gums are directly tied to vitamin C. And um, you may be brushing too hard or there's a couple of things that could be off. But comfrey root helps your gums come down. Mm -hmm. So if you've had gum recession and your roots are kind of exposed, they do horrible, painful surgeries going back to what they do, dentist solution. Or you could just get some comfrey root, which is like $10 for a huge bag and make this tea every other day and swish it around. Do not swallow it. Yeah. It is not good for your liver. You spit it out. Yeah. And that actually helps your, your gums come down and helps your teeth as well. So I was doing 20 minutes a day of the comfrey root for a while and then, you know, I didn't have any tooth pain and I was also starting at that same time doing the baking soda tooth powder and I've literally had no problem since. I have a new uh, a new thing for you. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So since all of my my teeth obsession, I actually had a filling fallout that my old dentist from New York back when I was a kid, it was like mm-hmm. in between my teeth. It was way up there. Oh. And if I wish I had known what I know now. Yeah. Because I would have done exactly what I do and then gotten it re-x-rayed and see what happens. Yeah. Um, but he drilled it and he gave me a filling and my filling fell out. And uh, just in trying to remineralize my teeth and see what I can do to avoid a root canal. Yeah. Because also in my family, at least, when they had one root canal... And then they put a um, crown on top of that mm-hmm. dead tooth. The mm-hmm. tooth is deadened. Mm-hmm. The teeth that are next to that crown are the substance, whatever they use for the crown, is usually harder than your tooth. Mm-hmm. I was told that then what happens is a cascade effect where the teeth next to it also go. Oh. So in an effort to prevent that, I did some more research and um, I came across some more information. And what I got... For myself, so remember I said you have to have enough calcium in your saliva. Now, this goes beyond just taking like a supplement or making sure you're eating enough because if you eat something that is calcium rich, say broccoli, it has to go through your digestive system and it goes throughout your body before it gets back to your saliva. So if you want to make sure that you're, um, as Sabrina was asking, you know, why are my teeth so prone to cavities? It does go back to 
your level of nutrition and how your mouth is utilizing that. So your mouth is actually the last place in your body if you are nutritionally deficient in calcium magnesium where that will go. Because that's your, your body wants to take care of your bones and your muscles first and your brain and your nervous system, which all use calcium and magnesium. And then your teeth are kind of the last, the last place where it will go. So if you want to make sure that your teeth, uh, or at least your, your mouth environment, has enough nutrients, you can get a nanoparticle calcium magnesium liquid, which I found. Ooh. And I got it, and I love it. It tastes like nothing. It tastes like water. And what I do with it is I swish it around in my mouth for, I don't know, five, 10 minutes to make sure that all of my teeth are kind of bathed in this fluid, mm-hmm. that they're getting all of that nutrients that if I'm taking a supplement, and even if I'm eating really well, may not go there because I don't know what the rest of my body needs. So this is bathing my mouth in that, bathing all of my teeth in its calcium, magnesium, and then I swallow it for the rest of my body. Mm. So that's something that I added in addition to the comfrey root, in addition to the baking soda tooth powder, that I think is brilliant, is super easy and not expensive. And as far as the research I have done, makes sense. So I feel like we've given our listeners a lot to chew on until we do our tooth episode. And I have one more to add. Oh, one more. So this is from, um, I go to these cleanse retreats like once a year, once every two years. And at the last one, um, the retreat leader, Jan, Cleanse with Jan, she's amazing. It's in Palm Springs, and you just go in green juice and learn and educate yourself for five to seven days. And um, she said, if you do nothing when you get home, if you go back to all your bad habits, she goes, if there's one thing that you keep from the cleanse retreat, it is the tongue scraper. Yes, I remember you telling me this. So the tongue scraper is great because what it does is it scrapes out the bacteria from back to front. So anything that's lingering back there that might be about to make you sick or give you a sore throat, you can get out. So you can do this every night. You can do this occasionally if you don't feel like doing it every night. But the reason a lot of people say, well, why would I use a tongue scraper? I just brush my tongue. The problem is, is that brushing your tongue actually brushes the bacteria deeper in and that can get right into your immune system. And so the tongue scraper just scrapes it all off right off the surface. So I think that's just a great one for helping with immunity. Why not? It's easy. Yeah. And since uh, you told me about that, I did get one. Mm-hmm. And I don't use it every day, but I do think about Dan and his experience. Dan and, uses it every day. And Dan has not been sick in how long? He never gets sick. He never gets sick. Ever. And this makes a lot of sense to me that if you're using... Um, you know, baking soda tooth powder, if you're using an antimicrobial rinse, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to even just physically remove that that bacteria. You know, I, I used to brush my tongue and then you told me that and I was like, oh, that's gross. I don't want to push that, push that <laughs> into my tongue. And that makes a lot of sense to me to, to just for general oral health. But if you're not doing it every day, that's fine. As soon as you start feeling sick, start doing that because mm. at least you can get some of that bacteria from going, you know, down into your body and coming coming out before it gets in. So it's just a kind of a why not. They're like super cheap. They're as cheap as a toothbrush yeah. and yeah. it takes five seconds. So yeah. it's like an easy <laughs> why not. So I hope we answered your question, Sabrina. Um, we definitely should see who we can get on. That's like a holistic dentist or someone who's you know an anti-denti from the Seinfeld episode if anyone else knows <laughs> it. I am I am definitely self-admittedly anti-denti and I don't know how my um, experience with the filling falling out will uh, what that will lead me to but uh, yeah I'm fighting <laughs> I'm fighting 
All right, Food Heals Nation, if you have more questions, you know where to email us, info at foodhealsnation.com. Post in our Facebook group, foodhealsgroup.com. You'll actually get an answer sooner because if Susie or I don't answer your questions, someone from Food Heals Nation will. They have lots of good expertise in the group. We'd love to see you there. Anything else, Suze? Uh, I yeah one more thing oil pulling we didn't talk about oil pulling damn that's I a know. good one well this is one that also with my tooth with my specific tooth issue um, and we did talk about this a little bit before but we've both agreed sh- that oil pulling is uh, also a great tool um, especially if you have a problem like I'm dealing with a problem when I do my oil pulling my tooth feels fine yeah I haven't done it in a while thank you so oil pulling you just swish around oil I use coconut oil what kind of oil do you use I love coconut oil uh, apparently you can also use sesame mm-hmm. um, this is an again an Ayurvedic tool yep. I prefer the coconut a nice coconut oil coconut oil is just good for everything I love coconut oil uh, Don't and get it's me tasty um, yeah and, it doesn't uh, gross you out it doesn't make you want to throw up no and it and it really does work I do I do feel like my mouth is cleaner and like moisturized yeah so with those few tools that we've mentioned it's just um and what does the oil pulling do it pulls out toxins and so you want to spit it out do not swallow it do yeah not let your kids and do not spit it. it in your sink because yeah coconut oil um while has a higher uh temperature at which it becomes liquid it does harden if it's colder out so especially if you're in the northern half of the country or any kind of cold climate or in your winter months it will harden. So right. you want to either spit it in the garbage or spit it in your toilet. Yes. And But it also, a coconut oil is uh, also a natural antimicrobial. That's why you can keep it in a cupboard forever and it doesn't go bad because nothing will grow in it because it can't. I love my coconut oil. I use it for everything. Yeah, it's good. Even sexy time. Really? Yeah. It's another podcast. <laughs> Next You time. never told me that. Hey, why would I buy those commercial lubes that are full of chemicals That's and true. crap? Coconut oil, oh baby. My God. It works I as a massage even oil. I've never thought of that. Mm-hmm. It, it I've used it on my way. hair. I've used it on my skin. Mm-hmm. I use it on my teeth. Wow. Now you're going to use it on your yoni. <laughs> <laughs> I learned yes. that from you. Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you next time. So you won't believe what happened with Watley today. It got back to him that I made this little dentist joke, and he got all offended. Yeah. Those people. You can be so touchy. Those people. Listen to yourself. What? You think that dentists are so different from me and you? They came to this country just like everybody else in search of a dream. Well, he's from Jersey. Yes, and now he's a full-fledged American. Kramer, he's just a dentist. Yeah, and you're an anti-dentite. <laughs> I am not an anti-dentist. You're a rabid anti-dentist. <laughs> oh, it starts with a few jokes and some slurs. Hey, denty! <laughs> Next thing you know, you're saying they should have their own schools. They do have their own schools. <laughs> For all the show notes from today's show, go to foodhealsnation.com. Also at foodhealsnation.com, you'll find all our discount codes. Hey, Allie, are you social? I'm social. Let's talk on social. Okay. Make sure to join our Food Heals Nation Facebook group at foodhealsgroup.com where you can connect with other Food Heals listeners, ask questions, add value, and of course, we've got Tribe Building Tuesday to help you build your business and your personal relationships, and we've got Self Promotion Saturday where you can post your links to your business, your blog, your recipes, your healing story, anything you want. 
And of course, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash foodhealsnation. And we're on Twitter and Instagram at foodhealsnation. And you can follow my personal adventures at Allison Melody TV. For all the show notes, go to foodhealsnation.com. See you next time, Food Heals Nation. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately.